Hello, friend. Welcome back to the broadcast. Thank you so much for making this a part of your daily habit. If it's not yet a part of your daily habit, I'd consider doing so. I hope what we talk about today will be a great help to you. I know I needed this reminder. And so hopefully we can all be helped through what God has for us today. Turn, if you would, to the book of Romans. The book of Romans chapter number one. We'll find our place there in just a moment. Let's back up and give a little bit of context to what we're going to be discussing today. I think we need to set the stage for just a moment here. You see, yesterday I told you that I'm going to give you the what. Here's something that I want you to grab a hold of, and as we dive headfirst into a new year, I want us to kind of take this journey together and realize that there's something that needs to change. What was that something? Well, we found it in 1 Samuel 3, 1. I'll read it aloud. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. Of course, we know that little boy named Samuel. His mother prayed for him so earnestly and gave him back up to the Lord. And Eli, the priest, but here's what the second half of that verse says. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. That means God was not talking to his people. God wasn't talking to his priests. God wasn't talking to his prophets all that much. There was no open vision. Israel was, was stuck in a loop. They were stuck in a rut. Everything was a little cyclical and boring. They were on a hamster wheel. And I told you yesterday the what was this. We, you and I, we need to consider, strongly consider, getting off the hamster wheel. That's the what, and today we're going to dive into the why. Why should we get off the hamster wheel? Why should we be tired of going to church week after week without hearing God, apparently? Aren't you sick of putting on that good face when you feel so hollow? Aren't you done with the facade of enjoying the Christian life? And maybe you actually want that peace, the real peace that passes all understanding. If you do, if something needs to change this year, then let's get off the hamster wheel. That's the what. Now let's look at the why. Here's why number one. If you're taking notes at home, this might be a help to you. We. You and I, if you've accepted Christ as your eternal Lord and Savior, and and let me pause here for just a moment. If I get with it just a little bit, forgive me, all right? I have the potential to be a little bit excitable about what we talk about today. I hope this gets you excited as well. We, you and I, didn't have a commonplace conversion. Can I say this very bluntly? I hope you haven't gotten over being saved. The Wednesday evening that a man named Wilbur Walker led me to the Lord and I got saved, that day, that remembrance should not be, cannot be monotonous to me. I'm not tired of talking about that day. I'm not tired of telling you about that day. If you don't look back on the day that you passed from death unto life as the day that your life changed, as the day that changed every other day, then maybe, just maybe, friend, you're on the hamster wheel. Maybe that's why everything is monotonous to you. 
I told you to turn to the book of Romans chapter 1. Hope you're there with me. Romans chapter 1, verse number 16 says this, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to every one that believeth. Maybe, right now, your salvation day is a little ho-hum. Maybe, somehow, it seems almost impossible, but maybe you'd be honest with yourself and you've gotten over the fact that you are not going to spend eternity in hell separated from God for all time. Maybe it's not special anymore. Maybe the song, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound, isn't that amazing? I sure hope that isn't the case. You know why I don't think my conversion was monotonous? Why I can't just be on the hamster wheel about the fact that I'm saved and on my way to heaven? Because not only didn't we have a commonplace conversion, we didn't have a customary condemnation either. Friend, I'm speaking directly to you right now. If you think I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. Hell is no joke. Hell is a real place. Hell is reserved for the devil and his angels. But the justice of God says that if you reject Christ, you will spend eternity there. His love says, oh, please don't go. His love says, I've made a way of escape. His love sent his son, John 3, 16, to die in your place. But friend, hell is a place that if you're saved, you don't have to worry about. Can I tell you, you'd appreciate your conversion a lot more if you understood what you were saved from. Matthew chapter 8 and verse number 11 says this, And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, but the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. See the weeping, the crying, the gnashing of teeth, the darkness, the flames. Those aren't the worst things about hell. The absolute worst is the fact that you will spend eternity separated from God. You know, I like a good deal. I hate buying things when they're not on sale. More than that, I hate being ripped off. I hate buying something that I thought was a good deal and then finding out you go to a different website or you walk into a different store, you see the exact same item, the exact same quantity, the exact same uh, number of ounces, and you realize that I paid double what this store is selling it for. I hate that. I like a good deal. Think about this, though. You want to talk about the greatest deal available? How about Romans 8.1? There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Heaven? That's the greatest deal possible. But hell, that's the epitome of the worst deal. Worse than the electric chair, worse than death by hanging, 
worse than lethal injection. Can I tell you that the devil would love to lie to you and tell you that the pain of the world stops with death? It gets magnified multiple thousands of times over if you enter eternity without Christ. Let me pause here for just a moment and ask you this question, friend. Do you know Christ as your Savior? Have you ever had a place, a time, and a place where you were quote-unquote converted? Not converted to a way of thinking, not converted to, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Maybe I'll try church. Not not your parents were good people. Not your dad was a pastor. Not I'm a church member. No, I'm asking you, God forbid something were to happen to you today. Was there a time and a place where you accepted Jesus Christ and him alone? No other way of escape, not adding works, not adding baptism, not adding anything. I'm talking about, are you saved today? Do you know for sure that you're going to heaven simply because you trusted in the vicarious, the substitutionary, the death in your place of Jesus Christ? He died for your sins. He allowed a way of escape from that place of condemnation. Can I tell you, friend, when you properly understand your conversion, your condemnation, you'll realize that we don't have a conventional commission We'd be a lot more energetic about our commission if we understood our own conversion and the condemnation we were under. If Jesus saves, that great old song, really is our cry to the world, and the song that we sing, do we mean it? The reason I'm talking to you right now, yes, I'm talking to you once again, very purposefully. The reason I'm being so blunt and so upfront with the fact that if you die without Christ, if you die in your sins, the reason... I'm being so confrontational, dear friend, is because I and all Christians have been given a great commission. Mark 16, 15 says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Well, friend, right now my world includes this microphone and your speakers and your ears and the headphones you're listening on right now. It includes all of that. My world includes you, and I would be a sorry individual if I had the cure for the for the pain, the anguish that you will experience for all eternity in an eternal hell if I had that solution the cure for the disease of sin, and I didn't share it, how sorry of an individual would I be? So I've got to ask you. I've been commissioned literally to tell you this. Christ loves you. You can get saved today. There are four simple things you must understand. Number one, you are a sinner. Me, I'm a sinner too. We've all done wrong. None of us can claim to be perfect. We've all lied. Number two, we must know that there's a penalty for our sin. I already talked about it. It's a place called hell. Number three, Jesus Christ paid the penalty. He died on the cross for us. But number four, we must accept that free gift. Can I encourage you? If you have questions right now, Or maybe you want to accept Christ. Maybe you want to pray a simple prayer like, God, save me. Forgive me of my sins and take me to heaven when I die. I'm tired of this life and I want you as my Savior and King. Save me now. 
or maybe you have more questions. If you just prayed that prayer and you meant it, you're, you're saved. If you believed it in your heart, you're saved. But maybe you have more questions. You're not quite ready. I'd love for you to text me. Get a hold of me. I'm going to give you my cell number. Are you ready? 309-316-7240. I'll give it to you one more time. You got a question? You want to know more about this thing called salvation? Maybe you would just like to share the fact that you did get saved today. You accepted Christ. Here we go. Here's my phone number. Get a paper and pen. Get your phone out. Just text me. A normal text message. Text me a question at 309-316-7240. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Join us. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.